Conversations Podcast, where we talk about anything, everything that affects you, me, and everybody else. I'm your host, Kish, aka El Hefe, aka EGDB, and alongside me, Kevin, in the house. I think I'm going to change my name. I'm going to call myself the OG. Well, there's already an OG, but... Which OG? <laughs> OG? No, like OG, you saying OG, not OG. Oh, Do there's, you know OG? OG. there's OG and OG. Yeah, there's OG and OG. So if you're calling yourself the OG, I'm like, dude, come on. Well, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think I need to sit down and come up with a perfect... Kevinci sounds good. But it sounds made up. Plus, I'm not Russian. I don't, like, think that there are search. names like that here. Search or, or what do you call it? Uh, what do you call it? Modric is from which country? Croatia. Croatia. Sounds more Croatian. Yeah. So I think I'll need to think about that. But anyway. So we are back. When we're back. Do you know, like, this episode wasn't meant for us. It was supposed to have a guest, Billy. It was oh, yeah. supposed to be, like, an interview with Billy from the Good, the Bad, and the Boucherian podcast. Yeah, shout out to the to Boucherian. Yeah, shout out to all the Boucherians. Man, the elite. I mean, that community is a bang. Yeah, so trust me, we have a lot of stories, and this time they are not like the regular boring stories from around the normal things that we are used to saying and talking about. Mm-hmm. Today we have like very, very different content so and stories. Yeah, it's all about different stories. Yes, we just storytellers out here nowadays. Storytellers, storytellers. <laughs> but before we start the story, man, how has your week been? Mm-hmm. My week, my week has been, say, normal. Well, there's this friend of mine who, like, was working in Qatar and is back, so they start, as I guess, the one oh, thing that has happened out of the ordinary. What happened with your friend from Qatar? Well, I don't know. I, I don't want to talk about it because some of the things that we talk about, they are, they are confidential, but... Yeah, uh-huh. It's a lot. It's I don't know. Do you think that the, the rumors that come from that place are true? That oh, you go out there, the money just doesn't help anyone? I really don't think so. I guess the problem would be, uh, it's been said from where you come from, that, that that story is true. I guess it's been said. Because a person like Moses Korea was there before. Moses Kuria was yeah. working there. Yeah, yeah, he was. And so it's it's about the story that circulates from wherever you come from, where you're told that if you go there, the money would help you. And with that story at the back of your mind, you don't even know it. It just ends up being so. And everybody proves the point. Probably. Well, I don't know. Most of the people I know have there and the stories like are all the same. Yeah, exactly. Because they're all going to the same story. 
So, which made me wonder if I want to go there, would my story have been the same? It would be because you know the story. Does that make sense? But I think I'm a bit different. I don't think... As long as you have the story at the back of your head and you believe it, it's gonna just be like that. Well, I didn't believe it even when I, I wanted to go. I, uh, plus, I think everyone who goes there goes with the mentality that I am different. I won't fuck up, yeah. I won't drink. Exactly. And then they do. Exactly. And that's what I'm telling you. The stories, they just don't know it consciously. Hmm. Yeah. Well, so that's the thing that has been bothering me this whole week. You know, people usually go to Qatar looking for greener pastures. Then they realize they're in desert, man. It's hay there. <laughs> yeah, so the stories that people come back home with are very different from. And here's the thing I don't. Well, there are a few that will discourage you from going there, but most of the, the people that come uh, to Kenya back from there, mm-hmm. they'll tell you, you know what? It's paradise, just go. No one will tell you the actual true story that maybe if you are not good with finances, try working on that, then go there. Or maybe the try your mindset is not right, change your mindset and then go. Actually, nobody ever talks about that. Yeah, so even the people that are fucked up, they will tell you, you know what, go for it. Actually, money. actually, remember that kid talking about how money is the problem and you like trying to tell him that money is never the problem. Yeah. You know, it's... It's about how you think at the end of the day. Yeah, like uh, there are friends that I know of that they've come upon now more money than maybe they, they expected of. And now it's becoming like an issue. Because they really, you know, like their mind. Yeah, they thought the money would change now the narrative and the minds, but, but it, yeah. it didn't change anything. Money doesn't change anything, it just reveals your true way of thinking. That's all. Yeah, and that's why, like, if you go to Qatar because you there's let's say you've run out of options and you don't know what to do, once you probably get to the money, the, the story will be the same. Come back to Kenya, yeah. start buying like some bottles for people that you disconnected with like years ago. Mm-hmm. Then you are trying to make friends that aren't even worth it. Mm-hmm. And then after the money runs out, they laugh, laugh at you. Yeah. They say, you know, like, you're so stupid and everything. Well, just change change your mindset. Okay, it's all about the mindset. That's that's why we're here to tell you. It's all about the mindset. Everybody has problems, and that's the beauty of life. You know, money doesn't solve every problem you have, but your, your way of thinking will. Mm-hmm. So change how you perceive things. Change how you perceive money. Change how you perceive literally everything. Problems will always be there. It faces everyone. Everyone has a problem. So you are not you are not alone at it. It's just the way of life. Embrace it. Love it. And just find solutions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so that's what we've been going on with me the, 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 the week. During the week. I, I don't have like much going on for me. Uh, my whole life is pretty much come to work. After uh, the day is done, let's go like some pool, uh, then go home, then the same thing tomorrow. Well, I don't know. They usually say sometimes that normal uh, boring is 
this good. I don't know. I don't comment. I won't comment on that. But uh, I just think it's high time we do things differently moving forward. For me, my first week of 2023 has been amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm really out here trying to do things differently. I'm trying to, ever since my birthday, I promised myself that I'll be doing, you know, the hard things, mm-hmm. you know, things that are hard. And one hard thing I've been doing is sleeping. You know how hard that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm finding a way. I'm finding a way. Yeah, so sleeping, I've been dealing with it. And uh, I'm making progress on that. Mm-hmm. You know how hard it was for me to sleep. So yeah, and something that I'll never understand. People have problems, and that's everybody has problems. You know, and some problems look like they're funny to others because it's so easy for them to deal with. Yeah, but yeah, let's say sleeping is something that I love. So if I've had the same problem, it's probably going to be like hard for me. Yeah, so for me, I found a way. I realized the one thing that uh, if I do, uh, I'll eventually sleep. If I work out, if I miss a workout, I won't sleep that day. That's how my body functions. <laughs> That's a good routine. Yeah, it's a good routine. So if so I know if I really want to sleep tonight, uh, the, mo- the moment no no the moment I wake up I have to work out. Wait, so you do this in the morning yeah. when you're about to go to sleep. I'm waking up. How does that work? I don't know, my body just works like that. So I wake up, work out, I'm gonna sleep at night. It doesn't matter what time I go to sleep, but I'm gonna sleep. Well, whatever works. Yeah. Well, for me takes two minutes. I actually even don't have to stress about it. I can actually sleep while thinking about stuff. Uh, now I can sleep. At least the fact that I work out, I can sleep. It's easy sleeping. Now I don't struggle with it. Well, yeah. you better not like associate the two too much. I have already. What if now you are at a position that you can't work out? I have to. Uh, basic things like 50 push-ups. That's basic. You can do it on your own. Oh, well, uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is uh, this waking up discipline. You know, like how how it's people usually do when you put an alarm to wake up at a certain time. Mm-hmm. And then when the alarm goes off, you, you, you snooze it or like you switch it off and just go take some five minutes, quote-unquote, five minutes in bed and I wake up. So, here's the thing. I told my body, you know what? You have two choices. It's either you wake up immediately when the when the alarm goes off and you're out of bed, or if you don't do that, you won't eat for the rest of the day. You will have to starve. So, my normal response of the body is to survive at the end of the day. So it just has to wake up either way. Just when the alarm goes off, it's up, boom, it never goes back to bed again. 
or else, so here's the thing, I don't think I could do that because those are two things that I love. Like those are the two things that are part of my daily routine ever. So trying to put myself in a position where I have to choose between one and the other, uh, I don't think I'd make the choice. It's hard, but you know, if you really want to, to, to be disciplined, you really have to do the hard things. Well, well, let's say even I want to wake up early. Well, if I don't feel like waking up early, I'm still going to eat. I mean, eating is standard. So I don't think even if I was to make like the choice, I think food is fast, obviously, uh-huh. because sleep is not that much important. And that's why I'm telling you, you know, like your body, since it knows it has to eat, it will naturally just wake up, it won't fail. Because it has to survive. That's a good way of doing it and creating that discipline. Yeah, but for me, I don't think it would work the same because I know I'll eat regardless of whether I follow the rules or not. Right. Well, for me, if I doesn't mean like it knows for sure, I mean it. And your body knows and you, you say, you know, like you mean something. So it can't go in contrary to that. I guess yeah, but I guess even when you are busy the rest of the day, you don't even feel hungry. So sometimes you no, can yeah, like, go through the whole day without eating. I, I can feel hungry, that's for sure. I felt hungry before, so I know. And It has happened to me, actually. I've gone like, let's say I eat breakfast or I don't. Uh, then I come, if the work I'm doing is a bit difficult and gives me like a hard time, uh-huh. I usually like can work a whole day without eating. As long as my mind doesn't stop whatever I'm doing and uh, someone doesn't eat close to me, I'm good to go. I just have to be disciplined. And that's why it's called discipline. Not everyone has it. It's hard. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm conquering that. I'm really happy with the progress. Um, man, I'm happy. Like, uh, making milestones, even in the number of push-ups I'm doing. I moved from 50 to... 65. I'm now up to 90. I'm really happy, man. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I mean, the, the workout routine for sleep is good, but are you trying to like lose weight or gain muscle or what are you? What's the end game? For me, it's just being lean. Well, I've tried to work out. I mean, it has worked out since I think the, the now my body size is standard. Uh, there was a point where my stomach was a bit like huge. I didn't like it. I mean, I love a, uh, we call them pot bellies or what? I don't know. Yeah, I love that, but oh, I had their called dark bodies. <laughs> yeah, so I, I like one, but if if the, the weight now starts getting in the way of, let's say, your body structure, now it becomes like. It becomes a problem. It becomes a problem. Well, I'm not a fan of the whatever pots or that whatever. Well, <laughs> I'm not. I'm really not a fan. I just prefer having a flat, not a flat. I mean, like a rigged tummy. Well, I need my kids to bounce on something, so but the stomach will do it. I need my kids to be on man. naturally. Well, yeah, but also remember, you have to be a father first before you. Start guiding them into you need to do this, you need to do no, this. It, that, that should come naturally. They, they, they follow what they see you do. 
But now we're going to train your kids to start working no, out. No, I'm telling you, it just should be natural. They'll be like, oh, that looks good, you know. And I like uh, whatever he does, so I'll go ahead and, you know, also join him. It could work, but remember, as long as it's their choice, not yours. If you choose for them, yeah, we choose for them. But just imagine your kids looking at you and they're like, ah, that never even works out. It's just always on TV, seated every time, you know, like, just eat. They're gonna uh, it's their choice. If they choose to follow my lead, that's their choice. If they choose for you to... They'll follow you, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, this is the thing. Yeah. Whether they work out or not, yeah. that's their choice. Yeah, not but, my... you know, like, you need to also, like, make sure they're healthy. Treat, treat. Well, that's a given. Obviously, if you give your kids junk food, they are going to like be fat and all. But yeah, I don't like like making the choice for them or let's say introducing them to work workouts and. Um, here's the thing, you know, you, you like look at me like someone who would be like so strict on them, like you know what, it's time for workout. That sounds good, but it's not good at the end. Yeah, that's what I'm really against. So, and I'm not if you are going to work out, I'm not for you, me, yeah, not exactly. for your kids. But I know how kids do. They look up to you. They do whatever they see you do. Actually, they won't. They hardly do whatever you tell them to do. That's how kids. They do whatever you. They look at you and then they, they follow whatever you're doing. They'll try to replicate it. So, even your daughters, you'd like them to like get ripped. No. Just well, they are following what you do. Well, it's up to them. Well, I I believe that can be a problem. That's the dating one. Yeah, it would be a problem. But you know, like a lady is a lady at the end of the day. They have yeah, their mom. There's no you can be like more yeah. than listen. I'm the guy. You know, like uh, they have their mom to look up to as well. So, you know, working out shouldn't for ladies shouldn't be that uh, aggressive and you know like how guys on it like head on you know how aggressive guys usually are on when it comes to working out mm-hmm. you know for that it's different it's just to keep the shape well I don't know I don't I don't like really hate the gym or I don't have anything against people who go to the gym but the the people that usually go to work out I think have like a lot of issues to work and I wouldn't want like my kids to start loving the gym yet. Because the people they are going to probably meet are people with self-esteem issues, anger issues and yeah, so I want them to make that choice when they are adults, not when they are that, that young. Now you're looking at it at that angle. There's this other angle of being fit and admiring the fitness. Well this this the thing. I'd be well probably I plan to like be into dancing and like small routines that help you keep fit, but not be, let's say, into the whole entire fitness thing. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I'd be like engaging in active activities that, let's say, keep the body running and that kind of thing. But as for working out like the full routine, I wouldn't like show my kids like that direction directly. Uh, I'll, I'll be doing it. If they want to follow, let them follow. Well, we all have different styles of parenting. Yeah. As long as yours works, 
then go with it. Yeah, true. Well, we usually talk about how internet never forgets. Mm-hmm. This this lady who's come, uh, who's crossed the paths of trips. Who? Georgina. Oh, right, right. Yeah. This uh, lady who's the is there is she the better half? Are they married or they're just dating? Yes. You know, married the come mistake kind of thing, I guess. Also, they are winning it. Yeah, so she is the lady to this guy who used to act Machachar. Yeah. Baha. Yeah. Man, I remember there was this uh, funky. Well, Kenyans know what funky is. Uh, funky that we went to. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were in Form 4, I guess, mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. So there were like a lot of schools there. So Baha shows up. I don't know which school he was going at. Is it R or two? Think takers. Think school. Yeah, so you wouldn't imagine how ladies flock like immediately their bus like landed in that school. Like ladies were like no illness in a Baha. And that was it. Uh I have met him a couple of times, but in the funky those functions I met him during a maths contest in a school called Naivasha Girls. Maths contest? Yeah. So he's a bright kid? I don't know, probably he's... Yeah, probably the school carrying him for cloud and... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like he was, you know, like... Um, he, was, he was the latest one, you know, like he was the center of attention. Yeah, obviously the guy was like to... Let's say pick up something and then like, ten women are there and yeah. be like, yo, yo, what's up, what's up? Yeah, I had the same attention back then as well. So they have you know, like this Georgina chick, uh, they go to court and court married, they don't know how, just don't know how married they are. So pictures, not pictures actually. A video. Video of her nudes popped up. Man, like I usually say it's as you know like um there's some phrases in English that need to be changed. Like uh, information eh? there's this particular one which usually says I don't know what spreads like the the savannah fire. I don't know what spreads fast like savannah fire. Rumors. Isn't it rumors? rumors. Now, <laughs> it should be as fast as Twitter, man. Like, <laughs> Twitter is 10 times faster. Oh, Twitter is 10 times faster than that fire, man. That's for sure. Now, imagine that, well, we actually got to see the video. Now, imagine that people like us have access to it. So, probably everybody, everybody in, trust in the world. Everybody, everybody, everybody. And that, just imagine the people who are going to save those videos, even if they are pulled down on the internet. There are people who already have downloaded them, right? Yeah. And then they, they probably surface again when the, the daughter, because he has a daughter, right? Yeah. Is old enough to get into the internet. And then the first thing is that this child sees is videos of her mom. Man, just tell me how traumatizing that would be. Oh. Man, I, I don't know what we are going to like tell our daughters 
to like convince them that I mean it's good to like let your daughter know that her body should she should be comfortable with her body but then it stops I mean stop uh, recording yourself nude. Yeah, don't I don't I don't get women. If a guy wants you, they want you. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you come clothes in like a sack or a sack of dirt and mm-hmm. if a guy wants you, trust me, they want you. So I don't get why women go to these extremes where you now record yourself fully naked. Yeah. And here's the thing, the guy doesn't even show like even a bit of his face. Yeah. So he's just there recording you mm-hmm. and he'll be left no. with the video now to do as he pleases. No, I, as I saw the video, like it was her recording herself so that she can send the video to the dude. Now, here's the problem. Just if a guy asks you for notes, just please don't send them. That's the point. Yeah. There's if no I... need, come on. Why are you sending him? If someone wants to come and see you, send them fear or let's say come by yourself. Yeah, please. Come on. Yeah, yeah so the, the new just... things I, I, I never get. There was a time I was almost, but I didn't, I didn't think I'd, I'd go to that extreme uh-huh. where let's say I'd, I'd show my whole face, uh-huh. but uh, I think I didn't, I didn't go across the, the boundary uh-huh. where Let's say we all have those times when, let's say I had my first phone. That's yeah. what was when I bought, I guess, my first no smartphone, a good one. Mm-hmm. So after I got my hands on it, I was like, I need like some good, good ass pictures, mm-hmm. and I sent them to this like chick I was dating back in the day. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I went to the whole extreme of sending myself fully naked. I wouldn't do that, even as naive as I was, I knew that was dangerous. Mm. Wow. I guess everyone has before, but just please, if you're listening to this, just not ever, don't ever, ever send notes to anyone. Whether how, it doesn't matter how much you love the person, doesn't matter how much he insists for the notes, just don't send him notes, period. Respect yourself, man. Yep. Because... You know, this thing is going to come back and bite you in the ass. Yeah, and probably someone that's asking you to send your naked body pictures through the phone. That kind of person doesn't give a shit about you or your future. Yeah, exactly. Look at the bigger picture here, man. Mm-hmm. We've all had friends that, let's say, call you like, yo, check out this video of this chick I was banging. And you'll be like, man, this is someone's daughter. Why would you record? Come on, man. Stop. Jeez. And it's done behind the ladies' back, right? Well, some of them. Some. Plus, but why would you, in fact, agree? You're a lady, okay, even a dude. Like, why would you record? Okay, what's the point? Okay, I've never gotten it. Why? Yeah, so we have like a lot of messed up people out here. So be careful who you are dating and what you let them do to your body. And let's say, yeah. But what, what how much access you let them have. Yeah. So please don't record yourself nude or let don't. anyone record you. Yeah, just don't. Man. You never know. You could like be a future president or future like and that shit. See you somewhere and trust me, videos like those just don't disappear. Exactly. They'll come back to haunt you. Exactly. So please be just don't man. 
had Kanye was in Africa after, uh, after being caught in court disappeared. Kanye is nuts, man. I think that guy just wakes up, wakes up and thinks of something new to do and just does it. Well, I don't know if it's being nuts, but it's not nuts, man. It's just people branding him as nuts. I think Kanye just speaks his mind, probably not in the right way. Okay, like not in, not let's not say like not in the right way, because people want you to act in a certain kind of way, just so that they can have control over you, and that's not right as well. So Kanye is just probably being himself. The media goes ahead and be like, uh, maybe you know, media just come up with stories. If they really don't. They would, as long as it brings eyeballs and ear and ears to whatever they're doing, that's all they care about. Mm-hmm. And so, why would he choose Ghana? Why not any other country? Does he have like roots there or some artists that he's worked with? You know, like it's supposed that uh, his whole team was there. And there were other artists who were performing, like in this concert called uh, Black Star Live. So I guess he went in support for the team. So why would his team go there? The performance. Wait, his team is uh, performers or like maybe the old performance and and uh, what do you call it? Uh, preparations maybe and all that. So did he perform? Uh, I really don't have an idea about that yet, but maybe, maybe not. And what's up with this guy wearing like this mask that he wears and that looks like socks? I don't know what the fuck he's wearing in his face. Oh, he's trying to avoid the cameras and everything. But you well, he can't avoid them because either way they are going to take pictures. You, you already all know how Kanye looks like. His shoes actually usually sell him out. Yeah. You just know how that's Kanye. And yeah. now the whole mask thing now brings more more attention to him now. Yeah. Well, Kanye, I don't know what his plan is, man. But I wish him all the best. You know, if the media really wants to crash it, crash you regardless of whether whatever you say is right or wrong. If yeah. they want to crush you, they'll crush you. So, this point, I really don't know whether Kanye is usually wrong or not. Well, we all make mistakes, right? And yeah. uh, we have to bear the consequences. So, if those are the consequences of his own mistakes, then sure, let him bear them. But, yeah, it's just normal making mistakes. That's all we can say about Kanye and his own saga. But I think the guy has a very high level of influence. So he should like maybe tone down the the Kanye, the being Kanye thing. Yay! Yeah. Oh, yeah is yeah at the end of the day, man. Yeah is yeah. Yeah. So this week I had the privilege to attend the the gala night, which was uh, oh, which was a uh, courtesy of uh, Tinsight and the Good, the Bad, and the Michelin podcast. It was it was it was it was a nice it was a nice event. I can tell you that for a fact. Yep. So 
I, I didn't, I, I was like held up, I didn't like have like the chance to attend, so Kish did the, the honors. Yeah, you know, he took one for the team. Yeah, so tell us, how was it? Well, first, I can say I was super duper nervous. Yeah, I could tell before he even left. Yeah, uh, I was super duper nervous and I, I don't know why. I really don't know why till now. Well, there's something about like, I guess the vibration that we are used to here is not the same that is there. Uh, uh, probably even the body, the same. system is just. Yeah, it can feel like these are different like universe you're heading to. Well, man, like yeah, I was super duper nervous and I I felt like I was socially awkward. Which is not true. It, it just that's just how I felt though, like socially now. I mean, socially awkward. But that would come from the fact that the last three years I've went really done, you know, like social interactions, you know, like social gatherings and stuff. Well, I don't also like attend a lot of those social events. I used to like them. Uh, well, because of the food, not because of the people, but nowadays, not even the food can make me like attend like those uh, local social gatherings. But tell us, first of all, before we ask about anything else, how was the food? Bruh, bruh, the food was awesome. Ah, trust me, it was awesome. Yeah, so we were talking about it and I was I was like if it were me I'd probably like have carried like a bunch of chicken legs and thighs. There was plenty of that left in fact. Because I know how rich people are. These people probably are used to two bites. Yeah. You take two bites of a chicken leg and then that's it. Yeah. I mean if I were if I had attended that event I probably have like closed my moral, let's say moral, I don't know, thrown my moral compass off the window and decided, you know what? Well, there are people who are hungry and I'm one of them, so let's feed the hungry. Yeah. Probably you'll have like taken a bunch of chicken. Probably, wait, so it was a buffet, right? Yeah. So they had like beef. Wait, they had all. Kind it of. was a seven. Ah, not a, it was a five course. Wait, I guess it was. Say that. Well, let's say a three course. Man, I usually don't know what that means. Though. Uh, that's some um, kitchen talk. <laughs> yeah. So there was dessert. There was drinks. There was yeah, appetizers. Appetizers. What the heck? Wait. What's the difference between appetizers and dessert? Appet. <laughs> you know, like this is one. One is for the opening, like to tell the stomach, like prepare, you know, get the test buds, be ready, you know, something like soup or like uh, buns and let's say some veggies, you know, just to to get the body, you know, like your something come. Get the stomach tainted. Yeah, exactly. And then the dessert, something sweet to close the whole thing. You know? So you eat dessert after after the main course. 
So there's appetizer, main course, then dessert. Yeah. Man, I don't like sugary things, so my whole yeah, thing is the main course. Uh, I mean, let's get straight into it. Too much foreplay just makes the deal not even. No, man, it's. Yeah, exactly. You're talking about the foreplay now. It's nah, like, it's too much, man. If I'm going to eat, I am going to eat. Not taste things. So you gotta taste, man. I'll probably eat like a bunch of appetizers and finish them. You have the you have that option as well. Yeah, so this how much food there was. After people had finished eating, there was so much food that they had been told they are yo. I mean, I know you are full and you probably don't want to eat, but please, please eat some more. Yeah, that's a phrase you never hear anywhere in in the local suburbs. It's usually so. Please. Uh, the, the food, the food is, the food is, is almost done, yeah. and some main guests haven't even arrived. Uh, so please try to minimize <laughs> whatever you minimize the amount of food you are putting for yourself. Yeah, true. It's that's the different kind of level, man. Like it's not the same as where you come from. Try. Well, yeah. After after I heard the stories, I thought maybe next time I'd, I'd attend such a Big shout out to Billy. It'll be nicer. So, <clears throat> so like uh, I go to town, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I get this Ndoli guy because I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna get some ganyas or you know to that place, and it's just not so far from town, right? Mm-hmm. I get this Ndoli guy. I tell him, you know what? I'm going to this place. Uh, he starts negotiating for for the for the price, you know, like uh, the fare that he's gonna charge me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, then let's go. Mm-hmm. Guess what? This dude doesn't know where we're going. I've literally told him like, this is where we're going, but he really doesn't know where. So his his whole thing was first, let me get the the money that you're going to pay me. Exactly. And then we can and discover then, yeah, weeks later out wherever you're going while you're on the way. Oh, then that's bad business, but you have to give it to the guy. He really wanted that money. <laughs> Come on, jeez. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. no, it's it's a culture with people in Kenya. Like um, someone wouldn't tell you I, I can't do something. Yeah. They just feel like that's money that's gonna be that's gonna go, you know, like leave my hands. So they'd be like, I can do it. They literally know very well they can, and then they give you a crappy job just for the paycheck. It's not right, man. Yeah, I think Kenyans fear losing money more than fucking up. So yeah, exactly. They'd rather fuck up but still get the money. Yeah, and it's a wrong culture, man. Just need to change that. If you don't know something, it's okay. You don't know. Tell me, I don't know. Then we can figure out. Okay, if I really, if you are honest, you know, like can be like, okay, so maybe this and this is how we can do it, right? Yeah. And I'll okay, then I'll pay you if you do it right. Mm-hmm. But then people lie just so that they can get money. That's not right, man. Yeah. At the so, end of the day, you don't get whatever you, you wanted to get, and. Yeah, and if you are to like go to a, the same event again, I don't think you'd like give the guy a job again. Yeah, you wouldn't, because 
is proven. Well, at least did he make the price a bit fair? Now, in fact, even like uh, <laughs> overcharge. <laughs> overcharge. Forgetting yours, which is his fault because he didn't say where he, he, if he knew. knew the place. Yeah, exactly. Well, people, that's how they do business. Man, that's not right, man. Jeez, if you just don't know, tell me you don't know, then we'll figure it out. But don't act like, oh, I know. Then like I'm like, where, even, where are we even going? Yeah. But it was a nice experience, man. At least he knew some part of town he didn't know. So, <laughs> yeah, plus I bet most Fuluthi guys don't even get like a lot of jobs to go there. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I also need to start exploring new places. I think I've stayed in uh, one place for a long time, so I need to venture out now. It's, it's a matter of doing the hard stuff, man. That's something I've, I'm really going to pursue. I'm going to pursue that, man. Just do something hard that you're not used to, something uncomfortable. Because me going there, if I can be honest, it was so uncomfortable. Super uncomfortable. I'm not used to that. <laughs> well, if you are nervous, I don't know what I would have done. Because I'm that kind of person who I think I need a lead. Like, if we are going to do something, I need someone to do it fast so that I can do it. I am not the kind of person who goes like leading other people. I guess I'm not much of a leader. Uh, uh, here's the funny part. Uh, growing up, I never wanted to lead at all. But there's just that something in me that's, you know, a, a natural leader, but I never wanted to use it. I just wanted to be, you know, like on the closet. Uh, I got to a point in life where I was like, you know what? <laughs> Can't be running away from myself anymore. You just need to do it anyway. So, yeah, I ended up, you know, just finding myself doing such kind of things. But it's about the doing of the hard stuff, man. Like, that, that, the, the fact that you can do something while you're still scared mm-hmm. is, uh, will build up, you know, confidence later on. If, you know, if you keep doing such kind of stuff, builds that confidence that you can do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, confidence. That's another thing I'll have to work on. So, you know, uh, like you don't just, you know, people think like you have to have confidence to do something. No, you don't. You, you start with that courage when you're fearful. And, and then confidence you, comes, it comes later. Yeah, it comes later from the building up of whatever you've been doing. Because you can tell yourself, you know what, if I did that and I was scared and this is how it turned out, then I think I can do this again. You know? Hmm. Yeah. Well, this was nice. People are nice. You know how people become nice as you go up the ladder. Well, I used to think otherwise, but now I I think uh, my mind has changed. So most Rich people are very, actually very nice and very easygoing. And like most people with like a billion problems living in some shark, shark, are they, are they called sharks or what? Or this uh, make, make, makeshift houses and these small like slums. Uh-huh. Yeah, so those people usually have a problem with everyone for no reason at all. <laughs> 
Ah, well, you know, it's, if you're used to complaining, I really don't think if things would ever go right with you. Yep. Uh, so those people need to learn that first. The, the whole complaining thing, man, is what is making them stuck at that point. <laughs> yeah, I used to do that, but thankfully I stopped. So anyways, uh, I'd like for you to mention a few people that were in attendance a few prominent people that maybe you shared, let's say, a talk with or a conversation? Well, there were many. Um, there were many. Uh, man, the, the catalog is big. <laughs> I can tell you that for sure. Um, one, one who I shared uh, uh, some minutes with was uh, Dr. Dr. Bright Gameli. Mm-hmm. The cyber security expert. I'm sure so many people know him. Well, I didn't know him. Uh, I didn't know about him, but now I think he's a very influential guy. Yeah, man is a nice guy, man. Like he's chill. Like he's the kind of guy you can just pop up, like talk to him, anything, and you know, like the conversation would go. He wouldn't brush you off. Yeah, he seems like a very cool guy. He is, man. Like, I even told him, like, I'd really love to have him on the board. He's like, okay, I'll follow up. I'll follow up so that you can have him on the board, man. Because, yeah, we had, like, a, a few minutes chat, and it was so insightful. Super, super, super insightful. So, uh, he was one to talk, or he was just in attendance? No, like, he was part of the panel. Was part of the panel. Was part of those people who were called to come and talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and man, Doctor Gameli, man, like, yeah, I'll tag you on this one. And we need you in the board, man, for sure. Yeah, we need to get him into, uh, into our board and let's have like a conversation or two. Man, yeah, because if just imagine like a few minutes conversation, like. I followed him, you know, like he went to the washrooms, I followed him. Then that's where we like started conversing. Mm-hmm. Man, like if I just can't believe like a few seconds, a few minutes conversation would be so insightful. How about like having him for like let's say 30, 40 minutes talking? Just imagine how much you can learn. Not just in the cybersecurity forum. You know, because I'm, you know, I'm not so into like cyber security. Yeah, plus I think the guy has really done a lot to be like, you know, a lot of people usually assume that everything to do with technology is just IT. So to be like the so-called IT kind of person to like have that level of influence, uh-huh. that is not something easy to do. Yeah. So, man, like. Yeah, well, we can have him on the pod and talk about different stuff, man. Like, I think I would love to talk about maybe something like marriage. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's married. Yeah, he's married right now. Um, uh, so, like, I'd love to talk about marriage because I don't... Or maybe blockchain because I'm interested in blockchain. Yeah, so people like uh, Dr. Gambelli and uh, met people like... Uh, this, uh, what do you call him? 
sasa sini CEO. Hmm, interesting. Sasa sini CEO like is like a group managing director Martin Chen. Nice good guy man like man is experienced man can that guy you can learn a lot from him man especially when it comes to the business side. Yeah, so sini usually buys like acres for billions of money. Yeah. And buy like a piece of land for like 10 billion and it's like na- nothing. Yeah. Do you know like they contribute to 7% of the GDP? 7%. 7. Bro, that's a lot from just one company. Jesus. Wait, is it a, a, a private company or it's, it's a PLC? It's a PLC, it's not a government. Then so there's someone who runs things. Then probably earns like a lot of a shitload of money. Yeah, you know, man, the the panel was big, man. Like, <laughs> uh, there was this guy, Mike Macharia. You know, like uh, the founder of Onea Hell. This guy, he's gotten, you know, like his. Business, you know, like to revenues of two billion Kenyan shillings. Ponel, so did he no, say like, what it was all about? No, okay, like he has a startup right now, mm-hmm. and then uh, was it? I don't know what. Would not would not. Just trying to remember the name. If I remember it, I mentioned it. But you know, like he was talking about how it's. It's okay to just transition between one point to another, you know, like from career to career. Well, the whole program was meant for, you know, like it was a career dialogue kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it was just explaining how it's transitioned between those different careers as an entrepreneur and what is enabled to achieve actually. It's 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 interesting, man. If you listen to someone telling you you can just move from one point to another and still be successful and grow a business and still move to the next one, just like Elon Musk, mm-hmm. you see how Elon Musk does, you know? Yeah, he moves like from that guy is like a business normal. Yeah, exactly. So it's such kind of talk, man. Like that was going on. It was it was amazing, man. Like so insightful. I was like, God damn, man, this. This shit, you don't really find it on the media. Whatever you're gonna find on the media, most of the time is things that will just give you pressure. People telling you how they've made it without telling you. Uh, and they show you how they've made it without telling you the struggles they've gone through. Yeah, They don't tell you the whole story. They just show the nice part. And people fall for that and they're like, oh man, I want this. And people don't realize it takes time effort, hard work. We are living in a culture people don't like hard work. Yeah, everyone wants to get very quick, very rich, very quickly. Very quickly, which doesn't work like that. Whatever, uh, the faster it comes, the faster it goes. That's just how it works, man. Let's not lie. If you, if you really didn't have the discipline to handle those small finances growing when you're growing, you just got a shit ton of money once, you probably not spend it wisely. You need to grow 
grow, you know, as things grow, gain the discipline to do things. It's just like how I started the podcast, you know, like you grow small, you, you gain the discipline to be consistent, to keep going despite the fact that there are obstacles, you know. Once you build that and then like you end up popping up, you know, get the scene or maybe like trend, you won't have a hard time to keep going because you've already made, you've already cultivated this discipline to keep going. And that's how people usually have this longevity in whatever they do for so long, for so many years, because of that discipline they, you know, like they built. Most people just want it fast, quick, easy. It's gonna go, the faster it comes, the faster it goes. Yeah, plus I realized something that if you want to, let's say, reach a certain goal, you have to start somewhere. It doesn't matter how small or how insignificant you think starting is or where you're starting from. Yeah. As long as you start, the growth will bring itself. Yeah, just be consistent. Yeah. Like consistency is key. Anytime, any day. You know, people want to do something today and then tomorrow. It's like planting a seed today and then like tomorrow you expect to harvest. Are you crazy? It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. And the best kind of things usually happen when they delay. You know, like this Chinese bamboo, which you plant it and then like it grows, it pops up off the ground after five years. So like in five years, you've never seen anything. You've just been watering it. You've been like giving it manure and everything, you know. Taking taking care of it, despite the fact that you don't you haven't seen it in like five years. But then the moment it chips out of the ground, it grows I don't know how many is it nine or ten feet up in less in like two weeks. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, exactly. That's how growth's supposed to be, you know, like be be consistent, you know, just keep working on it. Because it builds the character. Mm-hmm. It's not about the end goal. It's about the character you develop. It's about who you become as a person growing, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what will keep you going each and every single day. That's it, man. If you want shortcuts, well, go for it. Good luck. You know, you've seen guys training, right? You've yeah. seen guys training and after some time, they're out of you don't hear about them. They are, they are like even miserable. Why? Because they didn't have that discipline to push through despite obstacles. Mm-hmm. And people nowadays just and that's why they give up too easy. Someone who's trending and then like the fact that he's not trending anymore, he's trying to find something to trend and doesn't trend. Now they give up. To, yeah, I all to extreme stance and yeah, they get depressed now since they're not on public seers, you know. Doesn't work like that, man. I don't want such kind of growth. That's not growth. Yeah, so consistent, steady growth. Yeah, that's the best thing. Delayed gratification, the best one. The best. Learn. It's about who you become, not what you get. Because you can lose that. You can lose whatever you've built. But if you have that discipline, if you have that a character that you build, you can build something even way faster than the time it took you to build whatever you just lost. That's the beauty about it.
Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, jeez, I went off record. So, um, <laughs> the whole seminar was all about trying to make people understand that you need a mentor, need someone to guide you. Mm-hmm. We, we all need that. That's the shortest way to like, you know, because it's definitely like reading a book, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like when you read a book, this is someone explaining, giving you like the experience of how whatever they went through and the mistakes they they made and what they learned. So that you can't, you shouldn't, or you don't do the same mistakes they did. And if you make mistakes, there are new mistakes probably which will help you learn and you'll teach the next person the mistakes you learned so that they don't repeat that. Get it? Yeah. Yeah, so like, it's good to have a mentor. Me, I do have a coach. I guess two actually. So two coaches. Yeah, different things. Yeah, different things, different coaches. All right. Well, I am an old school person. If if I get to the point where I need one, maybe I'll get one. But you need one, man. The old school people got hard coaches. They they they, they had these mentors and all that. Yeah, but they had they were hard to come by. But in the modern world, I think that is. I don't know. Think people think it's an orthodox so there's something like up with you or I don't know. If I need to I'll, I'll probably get one but you for now I, I trust to live in paying someone to tell you things that you already know. No, it's not even just about paying someone. Listen, a mentor you probably don't even have to pay your mentor. A coach you pay because that's their job, right? Yeah. So a mentor is this person you can just talk to and help you see maybe like life in a different angle. Someone you can, you know, like you can just have those casual conversations and still learn so much. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I just have like some problem with my pride. I don't know, I think poor people have like more pride, more than like rich people. I think it's a defense mechanism, but anyways, we are what we are. So if the point comes where you need to change, trust me, you want to change and you have to change. So if I get to that point, I won't have like a problem. But for now, I don't think I'll get one. Why? Because I still have the old beliefs that, I mean, it, it, it will actually pay me to pay someone or let's say to like hang out with someone to tell me like things that I already know. You think you know everything? That's the, actually, that's the problem. You know, pe- people think that they know everything. Don't you think that's a problem? Because trust me, trust me, you don't know everything. I don't know everything. And there's some things that you need constant reminder. As I said, forget, we're human beings. Yeah. And if you don't have, let's say, someone you look up to, it's hard for you even to have like a clear direction of where you're going. Think about it. If let's say, let's say, uh, LeBron maybe did you know like or like Kobe didn't look up to maybe like Michael Jordan, wouldn't probably be like him. As great as he is. Yeah, people like Messi. Messi looked up to Maradona, right? Yeah. It's it's like that, you know. Like if you have someone to look up to, then like you know the standards are high. So you put in the work, you put in the effort. To get to such kind of standard, mm. yeah, 
I guess we all need mentors at some point. We all need, we all need men because it's important. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so many people, man. Uh, man, the names are so many. Jeez, I'm gonna name a few like uh, Melissa, who she, she works with Salty Soul. Yeah, she's an author as well. That's a big person. Salty Soul is a big brand, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's amazing, man, to, you know, have an organization like Tinsight, you know, bridging that gap between those at the top and those who aspire to be at the top. Yeah. You know, because definitely... It's good that you put it there because it's not like a bridge between those at the top and those at the bottom. It's no, those no. who want yeah, to be those who aspire to be at the top. And, yeah, um, I'm, this is not a paid whatever, just check out Tinsight. Uh, it's, it's a mentorship program. You need to check them out. And yeah, maybe sign up. You know, you you, you go to the events. You just never know what you're gonna get, man. Yeah. Plus, there are a lot of single people out there, so you might get yourself a husband, wife, yeah. girlfriend. Uh huh. Yeah. True. 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 So it's up to whatever you do, man. So this this goes to those young guys maybe listening, you probably have something that you want to start, right? Mm-hmm. You know how people usually have ideas. But they never come to... They never come to fruition. And one wise man, yeah. a good friend of mine called uh, Benjamin Hardy. Uh, never heard of him. Mm-hmm. I have never heard of him. Yeah, he's a seed investor in New York. So, like he told me, you know, ideas, okay, they sound pretty on paper. And everybody has good ideas. That's for sure. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Everyone has good ideas. But most of these so-called ideas never come to fruition. Why? Because people are too scared to go for it. So, so, listen, you don't have to be confident enough to do whatever you you're scared, it's okay. Take that as a motivation, in fact. Mm-hmm. Take that as a motivation and go for it. You know, just do it scared. Just need that small courage to just start. Yeah. Don't ever be start saying like a trick. Yeah, don't ever be maybe telling your friends like, you know, when I get this, I'll start this. No, start with whatever you have. First, get to know as much as you possibly can about the industry you want to be in. Learn as much as you possibly can. Interact with people who are in the same industry as you because there's so much to learn. They'll help you, you know, with uh, navigating through the whole process, you know. Uh, and then start. Just start. Yep. Do it. There's a reason we call them startups. Yeah. Just do it, man. Start. You know, like, you don't have the whole capital you need. Just start with whatever you have. Is it what resources? Look around what resources you have. You know, is it, do you have resources that would help you research more? Then do the research. Do you have resources that, you know, you 
connect with people who are on the same field that you aspire to be, then try connect with them. You know, people out here, tra- trust me, do you know the people at the top usually want to help anyone who wants to be helped? Yeah, that's the trick. Anyone who wants to be helped. Anyone who wants to be helped and you're so serious about it, you'll find help. Now, people usually just go like, oh, how do I get there? Maybe look at those who are at the top and be like, oh, they had it easy. No, no one, no one has ever had it easy. That's for sure. No one. Everybody usually goes through these obstacles. You might look at someone and be like, oh, man, they're lucky. No, they're not. If you really get to know men, like, whatever they went through, you'd be, like, surprised. You know? So, it's, it's not about luck. It's about the effort you put in. It's about the resilience you put in. It's about the... the, the consistency, whatever you do. Mm-hmm. If you put that into play, the discipline, eventually, something's gonna come. Eventually. Well, that's word for the wise, huh? Yeah. Is it word for the wise or word from the wise? I wouldn't really call myself wise. I'm just a person. I don't usually consider myself as someone who knows things. I just consider myself as someone who's always in constant learning because uh, I evolve, I change over time. I'm not the same person I was six months ago. Mm-hmm. I won't be, I'm not the same person I was a year ago. I'm not going to be the same person right now in the next six months. So I just learn and I'm constantly curious. I always tell you, like, just keep being curious. Interesting, interesting. So, yeah, it was one insightful event. Um, I'm looking forward to um, such kind of events to network with people and get to know different people and learn so much from people from different industries. It's, it's a nice thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, interesting. Next time, I am going to make sure that we go together. I want to see these things for myself and maybe get to know a person or two. So I think it's about time we wrap it up. No. You're not done, Jesus. Why are we wrap it up? Uh, well, let's. Oh, just a short story then. All right. So short, quick story. Quick story. So like, I happened like you know um, <laughs> while I was going home now. Mm-hmm. There's this Uber guy. Mm-hmm. You know, know how Uber guys tend to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of them just they're so annoying. The kind of stories they tell you, man. Uh-huh. So this guy was trying to invalidate me. I left the occasion with this lady because uh, there's this lady met uh-huh. called uh, So like, um, I don't have a smartphone. Uh-huh. I can't really get to request an Uber. Uh-huh. So this lady helps me out, you know, like uh, she requests an Uber for her. So we use the same uh, Uber. So she gets dropped mm-hmm. and I request, you know, like I took the journey next to the station that I wanted to, to go. Mm-hmm. So this guy, after she dropped the lady, mm-hmm. he was quiet with the lady. Mm-hmm. And then after dropping the lady, mm-hmm. he now starts like, it's like mockery. It's like mocking me. 
is like telling me how wise of a person he is and how you know like uh um, what do you call this the kind of person who makes always makes the right choices kind of thing so he was like okay are you dating this lady i'm like no we just met mm-hmm. so he's like oh you're so stupid just imagine how much you spent on the i haven't spent anything on that lady she paid her own bill you know like we met at the event she's paid her own uber you know for, for you know her own uh, charge mm-hmm. and it's like oh you know how much you spent i just sat down and listened you know i didn't want to rush I just let him talk you know so it's like oh that lady probably like uh gonna lose her or what i'm like okay okay keep talking so it's just telling me how stupid i am <laughs> <laughs> for letting the lady go and you know like not not not, not getting some i'm like dude like we've literally just met mm-hmm. and and she's paid for her own bill why are you making it that i've paid for the lady and it's like you know what i'm even gonna overcharge you because you're so stupid like dude man well what kind of guy was this and how is he working there i don't know maybe the guy was jealous i don't know so he even brags about you know like his wife and how he's made the right choices that guy is like um how old around 29 huh? mm-hmm. so he's like you know what i have a seven year old kid you're just even here you're like uh 26 27 you're just buying ladies and you know you're single and all that i'm like i haven't even told you that why are you making conclusions it sounds like the guy has like a lot of issues to work or maybe the guy is like this lady is like over driver like maybe they do a lot of business together so maybe he was pissed at that this time when he came to pick her up he was there because this sounds a big person because the guy doesn't know you why would he like start picking <laughs> i don't know why i was just nothing at all this part I really didn't get mad it's like okay just speak yourself uh you know like he has this double kind of standard he's acting like kibe and and the kibe at the same time so he's like no you need to go to church uh, so that you get married and the church will buy you i don't know the bed will buy you the fridge the church members will contribute like like 200,000 I'm like, a why would I, why, why would I, I, I don't, it's like, oh, I have a seven-year-old kid, <laughs> I have another one, um, in fact, I'm done with getting kids now, I'm just gonna be banging with my wife for fun, I'm like, dude, okay, was he drunk? No, he wasn't, man, Jesus. this guy, okay, piss you off, like, fuck, I was like, you know, like, If I was like in some sort of mood, I'd be like, just shut up, nigga, just take me to where I want to be. It's like, oh, you know, uh, when when I start getting kids, my kid would be like in high school, and then I'll be president of like the PTS, and I'll be making rules which your kids will be following. I'm like, 
yeah, I guess that's how we wrap it up. Yep, so this is another episode of the Afro Conversations podcast. And Uber drivers, man, jeez, it's not getting into my head, man. Like, <laughs> Uber drivers, please be quiet if you don't have something interesting to say. Yep, so you had it here past it's the Afro Conversations. Yeah, episode. So until next time, yeah, Kish, peace.